I gotta think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. Huh? I gotta think of a way to get huh? I gotta think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. Black aristocrats podcast. Go listen to the Black Aristocrat right now. This coming from Joe Dog. I'm tired, bitch. Black Aristocrat shit. Yo, boy Frankie, what up, boy? I told you. I told you. tricks on me. I'm having visions, all my people finna switch on me. You ain't seen me run away, I had to get focused. I been running up a check, so I didn't notice. I ain't stopped to write my nigga, damn, I didn't notice. And I don't even write my rhyme if you didn't notice. I just walk up in that booth, then get to going. I hurt my bitch, but I didn't notice. Yeah, I fuck on other bitches, but I keep it going. You had my back when it was normal. What the fuck I'm doing? I get in that booth, I know what I'm doing. I know where I've been, I know where I'm going. I'm saying, I got a little rounded down, but it's alright. My dog took a 10 piece, he ain't stand quick. I was tired of coming up short. I'm on a fast break, throw it up court. Dog Frankie shit. Black aristocrats. For promotional use only, people. We're going to get the business. Let's get the business clear, people. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Once again, that was Dope Boy Frankie. You know? It's a groove. It's a feeling and it's a groove. Happy Friday. Some of y'all got paid today. Some of y'all didn't. Some of y'all get paid every goddamn day. Shouts out to all y'all. You feel me? Shouts out to the movers. Shouts out to the shuckers and jivers. Shouts out to the movers and shakers. Everything in between. Long as you're doing something to support your situation, salute. Shouts out. All that. But please put this black aristocrats in your cup. Please put this black aristocrat in your burrito or whatever you call it. Whatever you take to get you going. Add some of that black aristocrat shit to it. On today, we got... I'm going to start off with... It's been a hot summer. It's always going to be a hot summer. What get me, though, <laughs> every year it never fails. It's one aggravating ass uh, post and tweet I see all the time. Soon as tax season come around, you always see, oh, Lord, here comes by so-and-so with these fake ass, uh, uh, I got my money thing because they got their little tax money. First off, stop hating on them people, man. Them people work all year for them taxes, man. Let them people get their taxes. Stop hating. But that I always see that, and that be so aggravating. But it's another thing that I always hear every year, y'all. And it's hot. Oh, it's hot. <gasps> it's hot. It's hotter than a bitch outside, boy. God. It's, yes, it's hot. It's summertime. It's going to be hot. It ain't going to change. 
But since we on hot, hydration is very, very key and important. And you know, all the time you hear people say, y'all, hey, whatever y'all doing, man, y'all stay hydrated. Or hey, make sure y'all drinking water or, or whatever, whatever, you know. But I came across an article that says why drinking water all day long is not the best way to stay hydrated. And according to Mark Ham Hyde, out of Time magazine, of course water is cheap and healthy. Of course it is an effective way for most people to stay hydrated, men and women, everybody. They always say that you should drink 91 to 125 ounces of water a day, respectively. Just to like round it off, one gallon is 128 fluid, fluid ounces. So basically, if you drink a gallon of water a day, you should be cool. But by pounding large quantities of water in, in the morning and in the noon and at night, that may not be best for y'all because you're drinking water and then let's say one or two hours later, you go use the bathroom. And you know, me, for the most part, shit, if I'm pissing clear, oh shit, I'm good, I'm hydrated, I got water in me. But no, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know what I'm saying, you good. Actually, when you piss clear or pee clear, whatever the correct term is, it actually means that water is not staying in your system that well. You know, you really want the water to kind of stay in your system a little bit. You know, so um, according to, you know, the Human Performance Lab at North Carolina, um, Neiman says plain water has a tendency to slip right through the human digestive system when not accompanied by food or nutrients. Um, it's definitely true when people drinking large volumes of water on an empty stomach. So, of course, you're going to piss clear when you don't eat nothing at all. In fact, clear urine is a sign of overhydration, according to the Cleveland Clinic. So, basically, you know, I used to always think if I'm drinking water, water, I'm good. But, no, actually... To give you a better form, some researchers from American Journal of Clinical, uh, Clinical nu uh, Nutrition, they said try different beverages, everything from plain water to sports drinks to milk, tea, and beer. Hey, guys, you heard it from me, and you heard it from the journal, American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, beer as well, especially formulated, I mean, to a specially formulated rehydration solution. So basically... You can include beer, you know what I'm saying, if you want to hydrate a little bit. Based on urine analysis connect, collected from like a study of volunteers, the researchers concluded that several drinks, including milk, tea, and orange juice, but not sports drinks, they were more hydrating than water. Um, lager was included, but it was a little less hydrating than water, but a little beer is always better than coffee. You dig? So, um... I say that to say this, people, all you you people that be heavy, heavy pounding water, because I see it a lot. You know, you some people, like, they be feeling like, you feel me? I got to drink my water. I got to drink my water. Yes, drinking your water is key, but don't be afraid to mix a little bit else in between of that. And I ain't saying Mountain Dew, Cokes, and soda. I never said none of that that was on this list. But you can drink milk, you can drink tea, and all this other stuff with nutrients in it. You don't have to just stick to water. And while I'm standing in the water, stop leaving them water bottles in your uh, car. And then two days later, you're like, oh, I'm thirsty. Let me drink this water. Because the more that shit sit, you got bacteria that sits inside that. And that water don't end up becoming good at the end of the day. So um, that was your, your little uh, summertime tip from the black aristocrats. I ain't going to keep y'all too long on that. 
you know, um, next we're going to jump into what I call my, I'm back on my technology bay, uh, space, you know, it is, it's, you know, I love technology, so, oh, you know, we're going to get that in. And on this technology segment, people, we're going to give you, hey, now, what's happening? we're going to give y'all what Pop talking about. You're listening to the Black Aristocrats. <laughs> yes, so on this technology segment, we will give y'all, Apple will give you a million dollars to hack an iPhone. Yes, I said it. Apple is offering hackers up to a million dollars to hack into the iPhones and tell the company how they did it. That's a hell of a goddamn bounty. If that don't tell you, hey, we we really feel like we got the best shit out here, so... And we willing to put a million dollars on the line to let me see any hacker that can do that. And obviously, guess what? Not only will they give you a million dollars and you tell them how you did it, you might have a job from Apple, boy. Or girl, whoever you is. So shit, I hey, I need to get into the hack world, man. Shit, they got a million dollar bounty on that shit, man. I do it. You know what I'm saying? The bounty, which was announced by Apple. By the iPhone maker at the annual Black Hat Apple, um, I'm sorry, Black Hat Hacker Convention in Las Vegas on Thursday, the company's biggest ever. In fact, it's five times bigger than the largest previous payout. So I guess the largest previous payout was what two hundred thousand. You feel me? Now they got that bitch up to a million. So, um, not only you know um, they they gonna pay off the million to the hackers, but you gotta show them that you can gain remote access to the iOS software without needing the user, yes, that's us, baby, the user to take any action, meaning we got to put in our um, passcode, or if we don't put in our passcode, we got to open the phone or open the app. If you can get in that motherfucker without going through our information, they got a million dollars for you. They got a million dollars for you, and I think that's big. You know, private companies such as Israel's secret cybersecurity company, NSO Group, they paid as much as $2 million for a tool that could remotely access an iPhone. So if they doing that, trying to hack it and go above it, shit, Apple trying to throw some money out there and, and, and get two. You know what I'm saying? In the recent years, a, a lucrative gray market dominated by shadowy companies selling tools to do that just exploded. And Apple's new one million bounty is a way of preventing these tools from falling into the wrong hands. So you know, uh, it's always a hacker trying to hack something. Well, you also got people trying to fight to hack it. I don't hear nothing about Android doing no shit like that. And I, you know, and once again, yes, I'm advocating for Apple because I'm an Apple guy. Now, whenever I do decide to make that cross, you know, to to Android or wherever else, I'm gonna do my due diligence as far as the information go. And I will be bragging or boasting about them as well. But I just think that's big because, you know, first you got Siri listening to intimate conversations with my doctor or me and my old lady. Now, you know what I'm saying, you better backtrack, goddammit, and <laughs> send some money out to see what, what the hell going on or how can we prevent that, you know. I'm big on that now. You know, I like my technology, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm big on my AI intelligence and all that now that I'm catching up to it. So, um... That's big, y'all. That's big. So if you know any hackers out there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell them Catfish sent you, baby. I told you. I told you. <laughs> I told you they was giving you a million dollars. You feel me? So that was it for the technology section, people. 
Um, what else we got on the board with that? Fair use. This is a very important topic of mine because um, when I talk about fair use, it 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 it's special to me. It's not special to me, but it regards me. It regards me, and it regards a lot of other people out there that's trying to do your own thing, whether you're trying to do podcasting or whether you're trying to do music or any type of form of entertainment that you're trying to do is going to do it. I mean, this this is something that you should really, really listen out for. Fair use. What is fair use, you ask? Fair use is basically, on layman terms, helping you out as far as freedom of speech. And it protects you from somebody suing you saying, hey, you stealing my work, or you doing this, or you doing that, when you really not at the end of the day. And I I fall into that category because um, I use, you know, intro songs and ending songs based on how my guests feel. I let my guests pick the intro songs, or I might come in with an intro and an outro song depending on how I feel that day. I'm not copying nobody's work. I'm not stealing nobody's work. I'm not using nobody's work for any type of monetary gain. I'm doing a podcast, which is free to subscribe. Um, It's free to sign up. It is free to listen. <laughs> you know, so um, now when ads and all that other thing come into play, I'm sure you're going to see all these songs disappear off my podcast. Or as soon as I get a little check off of it, y'all going to see nothing but original work. And not and, and speaking of how we talking original work, um, this right here, I'm tired, bitch. That's my brother. You understand me? So can't nobody take that from me. And guess what? It's trademarked. I told you. This right here is a family member. You heard me? Hey, now. Y'all already know who that is. Go listen to the black. That's pop. You did. Pop gonna always be in the building. You heard me? So. Um, all my little sound bites, man. I got a couple movie clips and all that, but basically everything I try to do for the most part, 75% of it is all original and it's all me. Now, back to the fair use. Um, fair use kind of protects me and other people from that. Um, and, and here are the four factors that the judge that judges consider whenever you're dealing with the fair use, because if if you go over the fair use guidelines then they can they can get you for infringement or um copyright and you know that's that's a pain in the ass you know what i'm saying so just to educate people on on, on fair use um the four factors that the judges consider whenever they dealing with a fair use case are the purpose and character of your work that you're using the nature of your copyrighted work the amount and substantiality of the portion taken and the effect of the use upon potential market. And that last part is basically important because at the end of the day, there's a job for a job for a job for a job. So it could, you could start all the way at the top, all the way down to the little old work could be at the bottom. It's a job for a job for a job. So if I got something important going on that I'm protecting and I'm making a lot of money on it, I probably got about 10 to 100 different agencies underneath me making sure my work is nowhere in the United States, better yet the world, being misused or being used without my permission and people are making money off of it. So I say that to say this. This is where fair use come into play. You got up to 20 to 30 seconds that you can use of any artwork or any, any, any artwork or any work of form. 
you can use 20 to 30 seconds of it. Now, in 1994, it was a 1994 case of this nature where the Supreme Court emphasized that this is the first factor being an important indicator of fair use, which is the transformative factor, the purpose and the character of your use. So, at this issue is whether the material has been needed to help create something new or merely copied verbatim into another person's work. Now, if you copying verbatim into another person's work, no matter what you're doing, of course, that goes totally against the, um, the fair use, and that's definitely infringement and copyright. Now, when they're talking about that, they're going to ask you, well, has the material you've taken from the original work been transformed by adding new stuff? And was the value added to the original by creating new information or new insights and understandings? So that's saying, example, okay, you can use it, but is you transforming it just a little bit or just you, you just basically getting some kind of basic so people can get what you're trying to do with it and you're just making basically like, a, let's, let, let, I'm sorry, excuse me. Let's use a parody, for example. People do parodies all the time. The perfect example I like to use with this one is the Dave Chappelle R. Kelly. I'm going to pee on you. Yes, I do. I'll pee on you. I'll pee on you. It's your body. Your body. It's like a water potty. You know what I'm saying? That right there is a perfect example of, I would say, fair use than anybody else would because Dave didn't get, um, Dave didn't get um, in trouble for it. You know, so that's the perfect example. You know, you got the idea what he was taking it from. You know exactly what he was using. You know, um, you knew exactly um, everything that he wanted to do with the whole podcast. And you got to give him his credit because it was a great sound. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's right here. Y'all don't know. 40 ounces of mouth liquor make me want to tell you something. See, rolling around, sitting on doves, can't lie, I was high on shrubs, cooling in my Escalade. Man, I'm paid, I got it made. Take me to your special place. Close your eyes, show me your face. I'm gonna piss on it. See that right there, see, you know. So basically, that's, per that's fair use. I mean, yeah, that's fair use. He was using it for a parody and, you know, wasn't nothing out of the ordinary. He didn't take nothing original. He didn't basically use none of the words, but you got the picture because you know what he was talking about. Um, another example would be, um, not another example, but you kind of you get that one. So let's move on to the nature of the copyrighted work which kind of has something to do with like what I just said, the parody. You know, so when they look at it and, and, and they dissect it, because of the dissemination of facts or information that benefits the public, you got a little more leeway to copy, to copy factual works, which means in order to get your point across, you may have to, okay, <laughs> kind of use a, the beat or a little bit of the beat that sounds familiar just to get the people to understand where you're coming from. You know, so that's not infringement, that's not copywriting, that's not, that's once again, that's fair use. And then it goes down to what I said earlier, 20 to 30 seconds, the amount or substantiality of the portion taken. So if just like Dave used the R. Kelly beat, you know, he kind of mixed it up a whole lot, never used any other words. Now, if you was to use 
the exact same song word for word. He got 20 to 30 seconds to use it, and after that, they could go after him for infringement or copywriting. Um, sue him for that. And um, a case you can look up is Campbell versus A Cuff Rose Music, and that was in 1994. That went to the Supreme Court. And... Um, that'll give you more information on that about the amount that you can use as far as fair use goes, once again. And then last but not least on one of the fourth factors, the effect of the use upon the potential market, which means whether your use deprives the copyright owner of income or undermines a new potential market for copyrighted work, which means you're stopping them from making money because that's how people look at it. Hey, you using my you song or you you using my material, whether you're clowning me or not, hey, man, that's bad for me. Now you're stopping me from making money. This is my original work. I got total control over this first. So before you do all that and misuse my name, hey, man, you got to stop all that. You know, so... Um, and, and, and one example, once again, according to Stanford, in one case, the artist used the copyrighted photograph without permission on the basis for wood sculptures, copying all the elements of the photo. I mean, the guy, I mean, yeah, my bad, copying all the elements. So basically, an artist used the copyrighted photo without permission of the, the original guy, and it was on the basics of wood sculptures. He copied all the elements of the photo. The artist actually even made several hundred thousand dollars selling the sculptures. When the photo, when the photographer sued, the artist claimed his sculptures were a fair use project because the photographer would never have considered making sculptures. All he did was make pictures. Well, the court disagreed, stating that it ain't matter whether he made pictures or sculptures. That was that man's work. That was that man's work. So you still copied verbatim. You know, the objects were different. One was pictures and one was actual sculptures. But come on, man, that's where you got that idea from. You know, so that's not fair use. And again, parody is given a slightly different fair use analysis with regard to the impact on the market. Now, it's possible that a parody may diminish or even destroy the market value of the original work. So you got to be careful about that, too. Now, the parody may be good that the public can never take the original work seriously again. They might feel some type of way. That's what I just said just now, y'all. So um, although this may not, although this causes a lo causes a loss of income, it's not the same type of loss as when an infringer merely appropriates the work, which means like he making a lot of money off of it. So um, basically, that's 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 basically um, fair use, man, in a nutshell. And if I did lose you. And I talked too fast, or I, I went from one one um, point to the next. Just go back and listen to it. Um, it's just called fair use. So for everybody out there that's doing podcasts, or that's doing music, or that's doing TV shows, that any anything that you're doing, whether you're selling business, whether you know you got to put things on your flyers, on your cards. Whatever, man, I, I highly suggest y'all um, educate yourself with, with fair use and um, make sure you're in, you're in those guidelines, man, because I'm all for everybody going out and, and, and doing something good with themselves, but, you know, there's always a right and a wrong way to do it. 
and people mm-hmm. that hate on you so much and so bad to the point to where, you know, they'll bring up some stuff like that to somebody else and, and try to put you in a situation. But if you got your T's and your I's, you know, dotted and crossed, I think you'll be fine. Or even if you just educated enough to, okay, well, hey, well, hold on, look. Well, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. So basically just educate yourself, people. And um, like I said, you know, I got educated by this as well. So I'm passing the information along because it is no crab in the bucket mentality over here at, at this podcast. So uh, <laughs> on another note, man, that was it. You know my saying, I ain't going to keep y'all. I ain't going to keep y'all. But we're going to end on a very important thing that I've seen, well, that everyone's seen, and I want to end on that note, man. With all these mass shootings that's been going on, man, I get, I get, I get, I get it scaring people, man. Um, Just, I would say pray, you know what I'm saying? But at, at some point, you know, prayer can only take you so far, man. We're going to have to start putting some action you know, alongside it. And um, I just want to pass a positive message, man. Yeah, I know, you know, we got all this thing going on, just black, white, whatever race, minorities. We got Trump doing all this and that, you know, with the border and all this shit and that, man. I feel like, man, just all good vibes and energy need to come together, man, for a right purpose and a greater cause, which is let's just all make this place or try to make not this place, but only what we can control, so let's try to make the environment around us a great place for our kids to be in, man. And let's all lead by example. We ain't going to never see the example while we're here, but we damn sure can start. and We damn sure can plant a seed and we damn sure can water it and pass it on down and let our kids and their friends and everybody else water it. And next thing you know, it'll be a nice, beautiful tree for the community to come sit under and vibe and talk and change. Change is necessary. You're going to have some good changes and you're going to have some bad changes. It got to balance out. But let's all do our part, people. No matter how big or how small it is, man, whether you just walking around in the place and saying hey to everybody, man, that you don't know how much that means to that one person. If it's a hundred people in the room, one of them people going to respect you for saying hey, man. And you could, you know, that, that could actually get day day started to a good start. So I'm just trying to I'm just trying to spread positivity, man. Peace, love, altercations, confrontations, and back on to happiness, man. Like I always did say, and I'm gonna try to say it every podcast, man. And before I go and get out of here, recap of the weekend. I had a great weekend, man. Um, you know, shots out ECE, Emerald Coast Elite, Mad Racks. Rad, Rab and all of them, man. Amical ass, amical ass, amical underscore asshole. That's his, um, that's my other dog. That's his Instagram, man. Shouts out to y'all too, man. Shouts out the whole ECE Emerald Coast Elite. They doing some big things with the kids in the community, man. And um, y'all need to help them out, man, with whatever they need. Um, whether it's jerseys, whether it's just fundraisers, man, hey, whatever, man. I'm going to cook some pole bars or something one day for them for a little fundraiser, man, and, and help out, man. But they doing some great things for the community, man. Shouts out to Easy Five as well for going over there internationally, man, and holding, holding your area down. Shouts out to everybody in the exit. You know it's all love, baby. I love y'all. And shouts out to Ellen Mev Trail too, man.
I see you making noise, boy. Keep on making noise. You know, you from you from the hood. Now we ain't never spoke yet. Now we, you know, I seen this little nigga grow up. Like I seen him grow up. I I know his situation. Everything he speak on be facts. You feel me? And you know he he really got it out the mud. He's still getting it out the mud, but he grinding. You know what I'm saying? He grinding hard and he from the turf. He walked the same streets I walk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he walked the same hallways I didn't walk. You know, we know some of the same people. You know what I'm saying? You know, so the struggles are the same, bro. And everybody around him, you feel me? I, I seen it. I seen it, dog. So all I'm going to say is this, man, keep up the grind. Don't let nobody distort you and stop you, bro. You know my platform is your platform, but I want to talk to you face-to-face like a man first. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how I get down. I'm not going to get on here and, and do this and do that and big you up. And we ain't never had that face-to-face talk like a man. You know what I'm saying? So on that note, man, keep doing your shit. Hold exit 11. Hold it down. And I'm going to go ahead and let my dog go ahead in, man. This LMF trail, man. This bitch called Venting. You feel me? Y'all vibe with my dog. Shouts out LMF. I'm saying I got a little razzle dazzle, it's all right. Black aristocrats, we are. Trump dummy, Trump dummy, Trump Woke up this morning, I'm like, I can't take another can't loss. Take no loss Ain't got a dime from us behind, they report my car Me and head walking to Valero, I don't even walk Niggas pillar talking in the wind, we we'll let them bitches talk How I do it all again, lose again, get it back, ball again Started socializing with some guys, fuck them all again Only run with head so you niggas just be talking shit We started this, rest of you niggas don't want no war with this Jumping in that water, 12 feet over my head With two heaters, bumping wild bees, and you know I ain't scared Oh, I tell I go to jail, take me to my grave Believe in God, but I'm bad One thing about the struggle, let you know we Dog.